1: I always tell people I'm always recruitable. I am not loyal to anybody, I'm sorry because I've learned that the hard way. So many times I wanted to quit because I'm like, oh, this is so hard, you know, but I'm like, it's gonna be harder when you ain't got nothing. It's a male dominated industry. And most of the people you're selling to are Are men. men. So when you come looking good and you know your stuff, then they're like, okay, like they're way more likely to give you that chance, at least to have that conversation. Sometimes
2: people just choose the popularity and the clout over other things. And the thing that's really scary is that many of those people, because they are around hyper successful, People they have this level of keeping up with the Joneses, but it's like, they can't really keep up like that. Mm -mm. Yo, so we are here at the Thrive Conference hosted by black men in tech. And as we talk about thriving, realistically, what we've seen is that many people that follow our platform are either interested in finding a way that they can thrive in the tech industry, obviously, But many times those people have come along because they attempted to, at one point, thrive when it comes to being in the entertainment space. Whether because you're a creative, you're an artist, an actor, whatever that might be. And one of the questions I get oftentimes from people is, man, is it possible for me to become successful in and outside of a tech career. Some people think you can only do one thing or do the other thing. But listen, y'all, we have an amazing treat for you. The guest that we have today is somebody that has been killing it, really, really, really killing it in the tech industry. we we'll are gonna get to that in a second, but also has been able to accomplish some incredible, incredible feats outside of her job in tech. As always, make sure y'all give a wonderful, wonderful round of applause. If you're driving your car right now, tap your steering wheel so you don't wreck. <laughs> Give it up for your guest, Aries Williams. Aries, thank you so much for being on Texas New Black.
1: Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I feel like this is like, you know, the little popular spot to be. Oh, yeah. So, you know. What hey, I mean? you, you the popular person to interview. <laughs>
2: yeah. I'm
1: excited. Yeah, and
2: I'm very excited. Like, look, y'all, she's very decorated. This is an abbreviated bio. <laughs> she, she, like, y'all know I'm, I'm a Marine Corps veteran. It's, it's like, It's like if she could wear all her awards on her chest, she'd be dripped out with all the awards (laughs) and stuff with everything that she's done, everything she's accomplished. So so this is going to be a lot of fun, um, but very educational. So look, uh, you ready to jump into it? I'm
1: ready. All right, cool.
2: Y'all ready to jump into it? Y'all ready. Y'all listening. Y'all ready. All right, so look. You are a senior client experience consultant for Software One, big deal of a company. About how much can someone make in your role and break down exactly what it is that you do?
1: Okay, so... I mean, you can make however much you negotiate uh-huh. at this point. I mean, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I think I would say, like, a range would be you could probably make up to 200 and some change. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it could go as low as 100 and some change yeah. if you don't play your cards right. Basically.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah.
1: But yeah, so basically, my role, I, I used to be an account manager. Yeah. So I was working with clients and you know, it was tech sales basically. Yeah. But now my focus is more on helping the company grow in the customer care side of sales. Okay. So that you'll have people that are really good at sales, yeah, but they're not that great at building relationships or, you know, maintaining that. So like, you know, companies are looking at CSAT scores, you yeah. know, and things like that. So yeah. when you have your elite what, what, clients, can you ex- what, CSAT really cool, yeah, what is a CSAT okay. score? CSAT, that's basically like your customer satisfaction, right? Yeah. So they'll send surveys to customers after they've gotten quotes or, you know, done a deal or something mm-hmm. and say, like, how was your experience, mm-hmm. right? So that can range from like a one to a five. Mm-hmm. You don't want your companies that are spending millions of dollars with you a year saying it's a one because more than likely they're gonna Might. go somewhere else. Yeah. So you have my team, basically, we're coming in to help repair that if that's the case you know, yeah. at that point. So it's like, okay, what do we need to do to make this a better experience for this customer? Is it something with orders? Is it something we're not responding in a timely manner? We're yeah. not doing, you know, things like that. So just, we kind of come in like, triage, you know, Mm -hmm. and and put some systems in place and processes in place for it to be a better experience. So,
2: okay, that makes a lot of sense. So, so this wasn't even the question I had on here, but you got me curious. So in your position, and obviously I know you transitioned from more of a, like you mentioned, account manager, which is within the tech Mm -hmm. sales uh, space, Uh, but what it is that you do now, like you mentioned, it's more like within the customer, uh, customer support, customer success side of things. Mm -hmm. Would someone, just in your recommendation, do you think it would be a more straight pathway for someone to start off within the customer success and customer success manager to move up into a role like yours? Or would you say they would have better luck starting out on the tech sales side of things to eventually move up to a role like yours?
1: I mean, you could do either one. Yeah. It probably probably would be smoother mm-hmm. if you go straight from any kind of customer care role. Yeah. You could take that from any role. You could be working at the bank. I used to work at the bank. Yeah, I worked as a technical support rep for AT&T. Yeah. I was a business analyst, a project Mm -hmm. manager. I've done all these. Yeah, I was looking at your LinkedIn. I said, yo, like, (laughs)
2: clank, clank, clank. Uh,
1: Yeah. So, um, but, and I actually used to do this before I became, gotten into sales. I wasn't ever in sales. Like I only did sales for three and a half years. Mm -hmm. And that was just to be like, oh, people were like your personality. You need to like do sales. You can make money, you know, whatever. And when I, even when I was in sales, I was using my customer care experience to Mm get my clients to sell themselves, really, right? So I just like, if they like me, they're gonna buy from me. So I'm just gonna make sure that that's, you know, cool. So you can, I think you could do either path, you know, really, but some people don't want to go through the sales path because Mm -hmm. they're like quotas and you know, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, you can definitely do that.
2: You know, I usually, I predominantly see Uh, women who are naturally more intimidated by doing a sales job. And I know that Mm -hmm. sales in and of itself is way more male-dominated. It's even seen as like a very masculine role. But one thing I can say consistently is that whenever I see women in sales, they are just beasts. It's, it's, it's like they're just be. I, I, I have like such a, like immense respect for women that are in sales or have been in sales because there's just something different about like when a woman is like selling something and she confident it's totally different than when a man is.
1: So the key is this, yeah. right? It's just like if you have a woman bartender, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to get more tips, you yeah. know. It's a male-dominated industry, yeah. and most of the people you're selling to are men. Are men. Yep. <laughs> so when you come looking good, yeah. you know, and and you know your stuff, yeah. then they're like, okay, like yeah. they're way more likely to, you know, give you that chance, yeah. at least to have that conversation.
2: Yeah, right? I, I love it. Uh, we we had a uh, Kayla, uh, Kayla B, or Kayla Burks on before. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a uh, pretty, pretty popular within the tech sales space. Uh, her and and a, and a few others, and it's so beautiful to see. Women that don't shy away from like your, your femininity and your beauty and you leverage that the same mm-hmm. way guys might leverage, you know, something that, you know, within their masculinity. Right. And it's beautiful realizing that you don't have to be masculine or you don't have to be outside of yourself in order to be successful in something. You can always leverage just who you are naturally to find success within. And I, I think that's so Use far.
1: your gifts. Yeah. You know, I actually met her. Um, at a uh, Sisters in Sales, there's a group of in Sales. Yeah, Sisters yeah Cales, in New York. And I hosted uh, one of their events. And yeah. so yeah, I mean and there's a lot of women that are mm-hmm. killing the game, yeah. you know, in sales. So I love that as well. Yeah. Like, I got I got cool. a
2: couple homeboys that was that was talking about going up to New York <laughs> yeah. to be there so, hey fellas, look, for those of y'all that's single, y'all trying to be around some, some beautiful women in tech,
1: y'all <laughs> check out some, some, some <laughs> right. all <in> the state. <laughs> and they making money. Uh, yeah, exactly,
2: exactly. <laughs> Yo, so for everybody that's interested in what this guest is talking about and you will love a similar career, I suggest you check out Course Careers Bootcamp. Course Careers is a bootcamp that I have been partnered with for well over a year now and they have helped more people break into tech, I'll be honest, than any other bootcamp that I've personally seen. So look, Course Careers is only 500 bucks, that's it. But if you use our discount code, Cyrus50, you'll get an additional $50 off. So that way all you pay is actually $449. That's it. No additional price later, no extra costs, extra fees. That's it with the price for course careers. Now there are self-paced bootcamp that you can take and be able to get a variety of different roles in tech. So make sure you check them out. Use our link below in that discount code if you want an additional $50 off and keep us posted on your journey breaking into tech. Uh, so yeah, so let's, uh, so we're talking about you being at, you know, these different variety of companies mm-hmm. and that's perfect, uh, perfect segue to the next question. So you've been in tech for 20 years, would not be able I'm to tell like that. I'm 25,
1: but so I don't know. It, you, know. you look 25.
2: <laughs> so I'm, I don't know, but you know, but so you've been in tech for 20 years. And you've done a combination of job hopping and staying at companies for a while to get several promotions within that company. Mm -hmm. Usually we see, you know, usually we see people that have either, you know, traditionally stayed at companies for a very, very, very long Mm -hmm. time. But today we see a lot of job hopping. You've done a combination of both. Want to know from you, how do you know when you should job hop from a company to another versus when you're at a company, you're like, no, 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 I'm gonna stay here for a while. I'm gonna move up the ranks. Like, how do you decipher that? Uh, And of course, communicate that in a way that kind of help people navigate their own careers.
1: Like for me though, when I started, you know, I'm only 25, but it was a long time ago. (laughs) And that was the time where people would tell you to stay at, I guess, a good company, you know, AT&T or something, you know, like stay there, you could retire, you know, and all that, right? And so I had that mindset going in, Mm. you know, and I just, Move different roles right mm-hmm. within the company because it's certain companies you can move, you can do 20 jobs in one company, yeah. you know, and just kind of keep moving up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that once you realize that there's not any more growth for you, or you decide you want to transition doing something totally different that may mm-hmm. not be the specialty of this company, right? Yeah. There might be something else. I always tell people I'm always recruitable. I am not loyal to anybody, I'm sorry. Because I've learned that the hard way, Mm -hmm. you know, where, because when the needs of the business change, if they wanna, you know, cut the department or do this, then they're not gonna be loyal. So you always gotta, I'm on LinkedIn all the time. I'm Mm -hmm. always looking, let me see what else is going on. What's the trends, you know? And so also, if you wanna make more money, you know, that is kind of the way to get a quick 20K, you know, or whatever, if you need to do something different. so. You know, I think you can feel it. You know, it's like a, um, there's a book called uh, Who Moved My Cheese? It's ah, a quick yeah, read, book? Yeah. right? But it's like when you can kind of sense that things are shifting or there's mm-hmm. maybe there's a new CEO. Maybe there's some new, you know, changes in the org. Yeah. And you're like, I don't really The company really gets bought it. by another company. Yeah. And so you're like, Nah, it's not really still aligning with what I, you know, want to do. Or yeah. maybe I don't feel heard here or seen here. Mm-hmm. You know, there's different things that you could, you know, determine what the next move should probably be, Yeah, mean,
2: you know? Yeah, yeah I, th- I think that's incredibly, incredibly important for people to highlight. And I, I wanna emphasize what she just said here because many times people get in this industry, especially when people are new to this industry. Mm-hmm. They get in the industry, and then they kick their feet up. They're excited. They're like, "Oh my God!" You know, especially if they if they hit that six figure mark. Right. They like, "Yo, I'm good. Life is good. I'm chilling." Right. And many times they're not paying attention to what's happening within the company. Mm-hmm. They're just so focused on flexing on social media. You know, <laughs> telling people, I'm, "I'm in tech now. I'm in tech right. now," and. But they're not paying attention to what's actually happening within their company. Yes. And so that's why, even like uh, Texas New Black, our uh, original kind of saying or slogan, which we're evolving from this now, but originally it was breaking the tech, scaling tech, start your own tech business. Mm-hmm. And But the part of the scaling component was like, yo, don't just get in the industry. But scale, scale not just meaning in terms of your salary, your position, but scale in terms of your understanding of this industry, Mm -hmm. both the opportunity and the threats. And so I really think it's important for for people to to really absorb what it is that you just said and to operate within that same wisdom. Because if you wait, like you mentioned, if if you wait until your cheese get moved, now you scrambling and you're looking real crazy.
1: Exactly. You got to attend the company town halls. Yeah find out what's the focus, you know, of the Mm -hmm. business, what are they putting their money into now, you know, what companies are they investing in, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe you need to start, you know, if it's some AI, you know, or something like start, Mm -hmm. do some training, you know, so you can have your skills set up and maybe you can move, you know, into new roles within the company and stuff like that too, so.
2: Yeah, I love it. So people in tech are usually fearful of their career being ruined by doing something that isn't politically correct. Mm -hmm. And you being someone who's done reality TV, we both know that reality TV shows are infamous for editing clips to make people look crazy, make them look not politically correct at all. So wanted to know, how did you navigate that risk? Like when you decided, when you said, hey, I'm gonna accept going into reality TV. I'm sure you thought about that. Cause people would say, we care about our careers. We care yeah. about our, our, our career brand and how we look. <laughs> so what were your thoughts like? I, I guess really first, why did you accept it? And then how did you go through with kind of navigating that risk?
1: So I was on Ready to Love. It's a dating show. A little less Less risky, you know, than some of the the other ones that are out there where Mm -hmm. literally everyone's life on the show is about drama, right? But I definitely care about my, you know, my my job, my Mm -hmm. reputation, you know, things like that. So, I mean, I feel like it wasn't that difficult because mm-hmm. I kind of carry myself like that mm-hmm. every day. I yeah. was being my authentic self as much as possible on yeah. there, but I also was being aware of like there would be times where certain personalities on the show mm-hmm. that like to argue, they want to yeah. go back and forth, you know, try to push people's buttons, you mm-hmm. know, and things like that. So for me, I had to really tap into my emotional intelligence mm-hmm. <laughs> and make sure that I'm regulating, you know, so that I'm not like I would I would I would know that there will be a time like where someone would say, maybe they say something I really wanna comment on. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not about to comment yeah. on this because <laughs> it's gonna be a back and forth. Yeah. Right and that's gonna look bad.
2: Yeah, especially if they choose to edit in a certain exactly. way. Exactly,
1: no, they're gonna edit. Yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're gonna do it. So you start learning that and I'm like, I'm just not gonna say nothing. Yeah. So I really, probably the first couple episodes, you didn't really see a lot of me because mm. I wasn't chiming in on things yeah. and I was being more quiet than, mm-hmm. you know, I probably would in regular life. Yeah. I was like, if this was regular, I would've said something. You know what I mean? But yeah. We ain't trying to be
2: exactly. My coworkers
1: watching this, you know what I mean? Yeah. My boss was watching it. Like I'm like, no, nah, we're not.
2: <laughs> and it's and it's so interesting because from their vantage point, they know you, but they don't know what's edited and what's not. Yeah. And so even though they know you, they could see something to be like, whoa, is is this Aries really is? Like, mean, y'all, she really think like that?
1: Exactly. You know,
2: all the while, you know, you don't see it until the same time it drops. You like, that's not how it happened. <laughs> exactly. But nobody's gonna. They're gonna be like, no, nah, that look like that's how it happened. Yeah, um, I actually I was on very just one episode. I was featured on a, a reality TV show. I can't even remember the name of the show, uh, but I remember uh, I was featured on it, and they had us do this the same scene twice, and that was weird. I was like, okay, it's supposed to be reality, but we have to reenact what just happened. Okay, whatever, cool. But I remember how they actually they spoke to the the, the women that were the, uh, the, the the cast members of the show. And they wanted to redo it, but they wanted them to like act out. And because mm-hmm. uh, I, was, I was hosting an open mic. So I was a, a host of an open mic event. They had the women show up. And the, 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 I was doing, they wanted us to do poems about God, about, about faith, about hope, about love. And at first, the women actually were enjoying the poetry. They were like, oh my God. And then they were like, no, we got to redo it. They said, no, no, we need y'all to act ratchet. Uh-uh. Like they didn't say ratchet, but basically they, they said, no, no, no. They said when he's talking about God and Jesus, say some crazy stuff. See, now. And I remember seeing that and I was like, that's so wild to me. All right. So countless people have been asking how they can be guests on Tech is a New Black. And ever since we have grown to being the largest tech business and tech career platform in the world, those requests have gone through the roof. So for everybody that wants to be a guest on Tech is a New Black, here's all you have to do. Are you ready? either head to techisthenewblack.com and fill out the guest request form, or click the link here to where you can go ahead and request to be a guest on our platform. That's it, it's that simple. But to let you know though, we are only looking for guests that are either founders of tech businesses, whether your entire business is is tech-based, or you have technology within your business that you're leveraging, or we are looking for tech influencers to be on our podcast. People that can show those how to break into tech, scale in tech, get to the tech bag many different ways. When it comes to founders, we want founders that are either hiring or you're looking to reach investors or you're looking to get more brand awareness from being on tech as a new black. Make sure you head to our website or click the link in the description so that way you can be a guest on our show, and we'll see you later. No. So what 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 really and this kind of goes into the, the next question still within the same topic but when we look at the whole, the whole idea of tech as a new black it's a double entendre part of it is just saying like yo tech is the industry everyone should pay attention to because something being the new black is you know is saying that hey this is the new cool thing but the other meaning of tech as a new black is, is to actually represent black people saying hey this is what new black is you know mm-hmm. Typically, people see black many times as, a oh, black being ghetto, it being unprofessional, it being poor. Tech is a new black, or new black is saying, hey, new black is professional, new black is successful, yeah. new black is intellectual. This is what new black is, and this is what we re- we represent, and this yeah. is what you represent. Yeah. When we look at, not, not Ready to Love, not the show you were on, but most reality TV shows, do you feel that many times the representation of of us on those shows contradicts what we want to actually be seen at, as, as a community. 100%.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's probably one of the things that had me hesitant to yeah. even go on the show, because I'm just like, because you do see those like arguments and there's always like a villain, you yeah. know, or whatever. And I'm like, child, I don't want nobody trying to try me on these yeah. shows, you know? Because that does make, it just feeds into that narrative, the yeah. negative narrative, right? Mm-hmm.
3: Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try.
1: I don't watch, I don't really watch a lot of reality TV mm-hmm. anymore because it was just so much. Yeah. I was like, this is like, if people who never seen, you know, really had engagement with black people, mm-hmm. they're going to think this is literally how we are all the time.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and, and I don't think that that's something, especially for like our kids that are coming up, you know, I do a lot with like trying to get girls to get into te- you know, to tech yeah. and choose STEM careers and things mm-hmm. like that. And I'm like, you can be cool and be in tech, yeah, right? Exactly. Like that's like literally your whole, you know, what tech is a do black is. Mm-hmm. It's like, you don't have to look ugly or act crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, So yeah, it's definitely a bad part of reality, but people watch yeah. it.
2: Yeah, they do. So they do.
1: that's why they keep doing it, yeah. you know, what, it's entertainment.
2: What's, what's a word of advice that you would give to someone who, let's say someone gets an opportunity for, to be on a reality TV show, mm-hmm. and whether, whether it's one that's like a bit more polished and, um, and, and conservative, like ready to love, or if it's something that's like, I'm not gonna name any other shows, but the, the other ones most people know <laughs> about. So they come to you as a mentor, mm-hmm. and they're like, you know, Aries, like, what's a word of advice? Because I love working in tech, I wanna continue working in tech, but I also, want to, I want to like leverage becoming popular within a reality TV show space because it'll help my my brand or a business I have on the side, whatever that is.
1: Yeah.
2: What's some advice that you would give them when it comes? Because one of the things like like you mentioned, um, I met uh, I met a uh, R. Kelly's uh, ex-wife uh, a few years ago and because her daughter was always in the open mic space. And I met her and uh, got to talk a lot. And she had revealed to me she was on a reality TV show, which most people know about now. At the time, I didn't know. But she told me that the show didn't last long. And she said, yeah, because myself and, and a lot of the women refused to, to act out and do mm-hmm. certain things. She was like, so because of that, the ratings were low because we didn't produce enough drama. And she said, especially me, she said, I refuse to do certain things. And I was like, yo, shout out to you for that. But at the same time, I like, but dang, her career was short-lived because she chose to not act out a certain way. Mm-hmm. So... How do you think someone can navigate can navigate becoming popular in that space while still maintaining a, a certain level of basically respect and also mm-hmm. keeping their their career brand intact? Or maybe is it do you think it's not even possible? Like what would you what would you advise?
1: I think it's possible, but the thing is people like entertainment, right? Yeah. So unless you're just like super funny and you got all the one-liners, you know what I That's mean, true. or whatever. Yeah. Um, You can make it work, but I think because of the nature, so the advice I would give would be like, go to therapy, Yeah. (laughs) right? Um, Like I'm, uh, I'm all about, you know, therapy and um, I kept going while doing the show as well, right, to talk out all the things, you know, with Mm -hmm. her. And then, um, because you wanna work on your emotional regulation. Mm-hmm. Cause they put you in scenarios where maybe y'all haven't eaten in a, all day oh. and they got liquor up in there, you know, the whole time. So people just lick, right. you And then you're like, you know, when you are hangry, yeah. <laughs> you're like, okay, don't talk to me. Yeah. You're gonna have an attitude, right? Um, so you gotta pay attention to that. So sometimes I'll be like, I'm not drinking. I'm just gonna drink water, Yeah, you know, or whatever. Until I get a sandwich, you know, or whatever, yeah. right? So, you have to just pay attention to that and know that this is a production. Yeah. They're trying to produce a scene yeah. or put you in a scenario. So, it's sometimes when I feel like, oh, they're really trying to, like, kind of create this certain thing,
0: Yeah,
1: if I don't want to do it, I'm not doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean, Or I'm like, nah, I'm not saying that, yeah. you know, or whatever, because I know what I want to represent, mm-hmm. right? I'm in control of my narrative. Nobody else cares about how I present. Yeah but me, yeah. you know, so always remember that part because otherwise you're gonna be, oh, well, they told me to say this. Okay, well, now you look stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> so that's, that's on you, you know, yeah. and you are responsible for that. So like for me, I'm like, when I would hear people say that, cause some people use that as an excuse, like mm-hmm. when it, the edit, you know, edited version of something comes yeah. out and there's definitely some editing that's, you're like, okay, that didn't happen at that point. It happened over here yeah. and they moved it, you know, or whatever. Yeah. But. Um, they only can edit what you give.
2: Mm-hmm. That's true.
1: So regardless of even if I said that over here, I mean they could definitely put some stuff Yeah, they together. could try. Yeah, yeah. It could, you know. But aside from that,
2: yeah, just don't give them too that much you, that, yes. for them to work on. So like
1: literally, okay, we're on the show, and let's say, you know, we're all dating the same guys. Yeah. Right. So somebody would say something about a guy that I'm dating, mm-hmm. right? And I know the camera's gonna come to my face. Like I know I'm like yeah. I'm like they're gonna as soon as someone says like oh he. Did this? They're gonna be like, let they're me see try what to you're see what your, 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 yeah. your reaction. And I'll be like, <laughs> I will always just be smiling, yeah. like, oh, that's cool, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's great. They'll be like, how do you feel about, you know, the these guys dating? I'm like, I love it. I think yeah. they should date all the girls. Like, y'all should go on all the dates.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, I'm catch me Date everybody,
1: in. so then by the time you come to me, I know that you know, yeah. I'm the person that you wanna date. You know, what you it
2: know? is you you just too smart for them games because I'm sitting there listening to you and, and in the midst of the conversation, I'm remembering, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm talking to the same woman that's moved up in the tech space, has been on the tech sales side of things, has yes. worked with enterprise clients, and like naturally you have to know how to navigate, negotiate, some very interesting territories with like millions and hundreds of millions of dollars on the line. Yes. So you doing things like that for years, it's like ain't always some, some reality TV show can play, with me. play you. Yeah,
1: no, I mean, I had customers that were Trump supporters yeah. that would put, th- they knew that I was not a Trump supporter, yeah. right? But they would like kind of throw that out there to yeah. try to check me and i would be like, I love that. I'm yeah. like, you should. I love that I said, for you. I said, and I, it was the points where I'm like, I don't care who you vote for as long as you sign this SOW when I get that, Exactly. Out. <laughs> I do not care. And to the, and then it loosened them up to where they're like, okay, she's not even phased by me. Exactly. You know, I, they know they're playing games, yeah. you know, trying to do it. And I'm like, I could care less. Exactly. i would be like, go ahead and get your Make America great again. Heck, go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care because at yeah. the end of the day, you have a goal in mind. Mm-hmm. So that's either with the reality thing yeah. or with tech.
0: Yeah. That's if a you yeah. got to
1: stay focused because people are going to try, especially if you're black in this space. Like mm-hmm. I've been the only black woman on my, on my team for three years. Yeah. Wow. So it's like, you got to know how to, you got to be confident in yeah. who you are. And you're like, I'm trying to get to this bag or whatever you're trying to get to. Yeah. You keep that at the end of it. Like that needs to be always in yeah. sight, you know?
2: That, that's what you just said was such a bar. That goes way beyond tech. That's really a huge life lesson because mm-hmm. many times people, they mess up a huge opportunity because they get rattled by something someone does. And that's that's not to downplay the rattling,
0: mm-hmm. but
2: it's to just really talk about, no, like you need to be a person, you should become a person where it's like, you're not, you're unmovable, despite the rattling, because you're so focused on the end goal, you're like, yo, I'm not I'm not worried about all this extra, extra stuff that's happening.
1: And I'm not saying that because I've never been rattled. I've been rattled. Yeah. I've let people shake me, you know, and I'm like, dang, why I let that happen? you know? Yeah. But I'm from the hood, like, Everything I have, I'm talking about, I come from the bottom, so like, I was a seven year old saying, I'm not about to live like this, Mm -hmm. I don't want this life, so I literally focused, because I was like, I gotta, I'm going to school, like, I'm going to get whatever the education I need to get to get the heck out of here, so that was already in me from the beginning, so it was like, "Nah, we gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go, you know, and it was so many times I wanted to quit, Mm -hmm. because I'm like, oh, this is so hard, you know, but I'm like, it's gonna be harder when you ain't got nothing. Right, exactly. like, is it gonna be harder to get something or harder to not have nothing? Exactly,
2: So, like choose your heart.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
2: exactly. I, I love that so much. Mm-hmm. I love that so much. So look, let us know what y'all think about the bar that she just dropped in the <laughs> comments, because she's given so many bars passively. She's trying to just skirt, skirt, pass them. And I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, run that back, run that back real quick. Let us know, like, just out of all the bars she's been dropping so far, like what gems that you've been appreciating the most. If you're interested in breaking into a six figure career in tech, Or scale into over half a million dollars in tech then this video is for you if not then just swipe away but i was able to break into the tech industry october 2021 and in my first year i scaled to over half a million dollars in tech my second year i was able to gross over a million dollars more importantly i was able to freely help over 600 people break into six-figure tech careers as well and scale further in the industry Now, the number one question I've been getting from people is how was I able to do this? How was I able to make so much money? How was I able to also help as many people as I've been able to help? Well, aside from doing coaching calls and trying to spend a whole bunch of time helping people individually, I've decided to create the Tech Rich Program, where I literally break every single thing down that I've done and what I've been doing to show others how they can break into tech faster or scale to over half a million dollars plus within their first few years in the tech industry as well. All you gotta do, click the link in my bio, all the information's there, check out the description, message me if you have any other questions, and I'll see you on your journey scaling in tech. So, look, so you've been on Ready to Love, been killing it in the tech industry. One question that I have is, pay-wise, do you think on average someone makes more money if they wanted to just full-time do reality TV, or them really, focusing on their, their tech career, their tech brand, and them leveraging in this industry. What do you think is a better route for someone to be in if they had to choose one over the other?
1: Tech, 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 yeah, yeah. tech. <laughs> <laughs> I would never choose reality as a full-time thing. Yeah. I mean, unless you're like NeNe Leaks, you know, like one yeah. of those, but you're gonna have to be a drama person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they're making big bags, you know, but still, it's yeah. consistently, you're gonna make money. You know in
2: the tech space yeah yeah you yeah. know what i mean so that's not even like yeah i said had to ask work. that i knew people were going to ask like oh like which you know what do, you think? So, yeah. do i low-key i, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I low-key low know that but it's it sometimes it, you and you know this better than i know this like sometimes people just choose the popularity and the clout yes you know over other things and the thing that's really scary is that many of those people not only is that industry so volatile but many of those people, because they are around hyper-successful people, they have this level of keeping up with the Joneses, mm-hmm. but it's like, they can't really keep up like that. Mm-mm. And so that's a really scary space to be in. That's like, how folks
1: end up going to jail. You see that headline. want to scam line.
2: stuff. Yeah, yeah, like,
1: we're not trying to be scammers. We're trying to actually yeah. <laughs> pay our taxes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So yeah, nah, yeah. We, we're not doing that full time.
2: All right. so. One of the conversations that are constantly happening uh, that I, I get from a lot of different women and even men that are uh, getting into tech is they're like, yo, like, you know, I'm looking for me a tech, a tech dude. They don't say tech dude, they don't say dude, they say something else. But you know, right. we, we going we gonna keep it keep it professional. <laughs> uh, but they like, yo, like, I'm looking for a tech guy, you know. Or same thing with guys. Guys are like, yo, like, you know, they go to Citizen sales or baddies in tech. They be like, man, what a what a tech honey's at. Right. Afro tech to come over. That like, what a tech honey's at. Speaking of being on Ready to Love. What has your experience been like when it comes to dating successful men in tech versus maybe men in the industry, artists, actors, whoever? What has your experience been like? And would you, I guess, would you encourage women to date men that are in tech?
1: Child, these men are <laughs> men, okay? It's not no difference, yeah. it's not <laughs> no difference. I think the thing is that they're looking at that because the men, you know, you, you know they're probably making some money. Yeah. Right. So
2: it yeah. probably seen as intellectual as well. So oh, yeah. he's a t- guy.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh I want a nerd. No, you want somebody who makes some money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's like <laughs> you don't care if you're a nerd really, or a thug. You yeah, you're a like, murder. I wanna um he need to be a corporate thug with a a nerd with a little No, yeah. you won't you want. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: need to be a ref, a reform good right. dude that, that love Jesus but still smoke <laughs> exactly. and still all that. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So yeah, no, I don't think it's really a big difference, honestly, I mean, yes, if you want someone, you know, they're they're doing something different and you know, you can learn from them and Mm -hmm. things like that, that's cool, you know? But as far as the dating part, it's the same.
2: It's the same. <laughs> it's the
1: same. It's the same. <laughs> Rhea, why are you
2: gonna say it like you date y'all real behind the camera like it's the same? Ria, what tech dudes you been? We gotta mic real up. <laughs> let me, right. Let, let, let me fi- let me find out that you 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 You, right. you got a boo here at the conference. <laughs> let, let me find out. <laughs> yeah, no, we gonna, get, we gonna cut that out.
1: Keep that in. Keep that in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> hey, look, y'all. For all the men that's watching this, those of y'all that are in tech. Look, hey, we're looking for a a tech zaddy. (laughs) Zaddy, She's looking for a tech tech zaddy. zaddy. (laughs) (laughs) Tech zaddy. (laughs) 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 Yo, I'm so dead. Yo, we we got tech groupies
1: out here, though. Oh, yeah, It's some tech groupies. What? Because. Shoot, guys be groupies too though. Oh, of course. But <laughs> of course. But you know, because of what you said, like, you know, them like, oh, we're gonna go to the conference because like it's gonna be some you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? So I get it. I have a know? home
2: girl, uh I have a home girl who she is a and there are a lot of women like this. I've realized this now, but she was probably the first woman that I learned was like this. She's like an expert at spotting guys that have money.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And like she would like look at like, you know, simple things like like a, a watch. She'd be like, oh, he got a Rolex, got this, okay. Mm-hmm. But then she would like really would dial in and, and peep game on what car the guy was paying with. She'd be like, okay, is he paying with an Amex? Is that
1: a is it Like what is he doing yeah, exactly?
2: Yeah. <laughs> and she would just really narrow in on uh, on certain things. What's really funny to me was that I introduced her to a homeboy of mine. She ended up meeting a homeboy of mine. And th- he's actually the dude who inspired me to get in the tech industry. Okay. and. You know, he had a dope pad, dope pad, and uh, they started dating really quick, like really, like the, like the next the next day, like, the very next, like literally she met him that night, the next morning they were getting brunch. Dang. And then later that night they had dinner, <laughs> and then all that week they went out on like a, an average of like two dates a day. It okay. was crazy. And that's when I was like, oh, and all the restaurants they were going to, at the time were restaurants I'd never heard of, you know is the the, the SCKs of ruth chris mm-hmm. and he was naming all the restaurants and i was like that's in atlanta and he was like yeah and he was like you know he was my homie but he was being real with me he was like bro you you got to make a certain type of money to go to <laughs> spots like that all the time you know and so I, that's what i realized I said, bro you you making money like that I'm like, you going to all these restaurants so but what's funny to me is how he was the first tech dude she's dated since then and it's, it's only been, like, two years since then. She's had, like, two or three other, like, tech boyfriends. Like, she is not playing A couple yeah. of them do been on the park her. I blah, blah, blah. mean. But, but she. she <laughs> but, but now she is, like, tech. Men in tech. She's, now she's, like, as soon as she her dude's in tech, she's, like, okay, cool. I'll talk to you. It's
1: the new lawyer doctor. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's doctors and lawyers making the same money as people in tech, yeah. you know what I mean? So you can definitely, it's a place, yeah. you know, it's another another pool, yeah. you know, but these men the same chat. Hey,
2: look, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you cho- the same. Cho- choose your, choose your, your struggle. <laughs> choose if you want to struggle with a, right. with a, a, a medical doctor working 12 hours a day, right. <laughs> surrounded by a whole bunch of nurses, <laughs> or you want to be with a lawyer exactly. or a, a tech dude at exactly. tech conferences, so. Exactly. No, that's, uh, that's funny though, so look, you have really been killing it so much in this space would love to give you the floor just for anything you want to communicate this on your heart whether it's something that you're working on that you're doing as well as just reality like just some another gem or nugget that you want to leave people with
1: my main thing is about promoting like authenticity yeah you know whatever you're doing when you walk into a room and in this industry you're going to be probably one of the only ones Mm -hmm. as a black person right so you gotta be yourself. Mm -hmm. I always tell my team, like, I'm like, you're welcome, you know, for my presence, you know, not even (laughs) to sound like cocky or nothing, but Uh. it's really like, I'm giving you a chance to authentically be in a space of a black woman, you know, who I am, get to know me, learn me, you know, and things like that. And so like, it's a value. Mm -hmm. And honestly, me being as authentic as I am, this is probably this role, this company that I'm in right now is probably Mm -hmm. the most of my authentic self, I've been at I a company. That. I mean, I walked through the door that way. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I have my phone locks. I'm like, this is who I am. I got yeah, a podcast yeah. called Bold Black Girls. Yep. Y'all got a problem, you know, yep. whatever. <laughs> and they love that. Yeah. Like, literally like, oh my God, we have someone in here who can like help us, like learn yeah. this stuff that we just didn't know or wasn't even comfortable asking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you can help make change mm-hmm. in, in the space by just being who you are, mm-hmm. you know, and don't, most of us we're already techie we yeah. already know this that we're innovative i was saying in our session yeah. yesterday i'm like how many ways you can use a plastic bag what <laughs> baby we could use a bag and do we, we got we got so many things that we've created we know how to make something stretch we can make a dollar and 15 cents you know yeah. we don't to make things happen so you take all those skills and bring it into whatever that role is yeah. and make it yours don't try to copy what other people are doing if you're in tech sales, you don't have to sell like the other people. Yeah. Do it the way that works for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I think that's the biggest um, the biggest thing that I like I value when I meet people and they're genuine. Mm-hmm. You know, people are gonna feel that. You're mm-hmm. gonna feel it. So let people feel who you are and don't, you know, hide your blackness. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't have to speak the same way as everybody else. Mm-hmm. You don't have to wear your hair the same way. Like, be your full self. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, and yes, I do have a podcast called yes. Bold Black Girls. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on YouTube as well as um, any podcast player of choice. Yeah. We're trying to get on, on the tech as a new black level, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. but now that we're partners, I'm glad oh. that we, you know, uh, you support us. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So yeah. I'm definitely thank you for having me. I yeah. am really excited. No, I love your platform. You. I love like, everything you're doing. You're making tech cool for us. Thank you. Which we need, because we, yeah. we need more of us here.